Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest. He comes to us from Australia. His name is J.J. Dawson. This will be our fourth show. I've done three other shows with him. I came across his material when I was researching, looking into COVID, but uh, he published an article I thought was really on point and timely, and that was the trans issue is not a petty culture war clash. It is everything. He's a great writer, prolific writer. Since we last talked, he's put out tons of new articles. But our other two discussions were about COVID nightmare down under. That's what I titled it. So the kind of COVID situation from his perspective. And then we covered ESG as World Economic Forum, economic infiltration. But we he kind of reached out to me and said, hey, let's talk. And I said, yeah, let's do it. And I was looking through stuff. And I thought something that I haven't really covered or anything is like, who's going to save us? Who's our salvation? Do we have political saviors? Should we look to political saviors? And he has a title of an article. If you can see this on Rockfin, it is no one is coming to save us, embracing personal responsibility and escaping the illusion of political salvation. And, and we can, we're going to go into this and maybe some other stuff, a riff on some of his other articles, but uh, I'm glad to have him back. So JJ Dawson, welcome back to the show. Hi, William. Thanks for having me back. It's great. It's great to be here again. Excellent. You've put out a ton of articles other than this one. You just put out one about, uh, saw Donald Trump on there with or with us or against us. Can you kind of talk about what you've been up to? And then maybe we can kind of go into your views on how who's going to save us. Yeah, sure. Um, this week's article with us or against us really was just um, uh, getting back to the vaccine issue, you know, um, and it, it does tie into what I want to talk about today, uh, which which really is is around uh, who who do we want to put our faith in, who who is uh, who is on our side, who's with us, who's against us, and the the whole idea of controlled opposition. You know, we hear that term a lot, and you know, for the longest of times, I I kind of uh, brushed that off. You know, it 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 it, it felt like a black pill term to me. Uh, it's the kind of thing you hear often when you go right down the rabbit hole uh, and suddenly everyone's controlled opposition, you know. You're controlled opposition, I'm controlled opposition, you know. It's only the pure of heart, you know. So, so I tried to stay away from that. But, um, you know, I, I think in everything there's a there's a grain of truth, you know. So um, <clears throat> that really, uh, that last piece was... Uh, basically drawing a line in the sand, I guess, for me personally and spiritually and politically and sort of inviting people to to consider the fact that 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 this whole vaccine thing, which which I consider the paramount issue of our time, uh, the greatest crime against humanity in history, is really being swept under the carpet. You know, it is being talked about by the likes of... Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., um, you know, various podcasters, Joe Rogan, uh, and, and you know, the likes of uh, you and me. But as a society, we can't talk about it anymore. Uh, I'm sorry, we, 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 we can't talk about it yet. <clears throat> so, um, you know, it's, 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 it's what I call it, it's, it's the not safe for work test, you know. It, 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 is, it, is it something you can, you can discuss openly in the office? Uh, I, I certainly can't, you know, so, so that, that tells me that, that it is still something that's being actively avoided uh, and, <clears throat> you know, in, including by the likes of Donald Trump, who, uh, who many people on our side of the, uh, the, 
the culture war uh, are pinning their hopes on in 2024. So uh, <clears throat> that yeah, that this week's article with us or against us really is kind of a good segue into into the uh, the no one is coming to save us conversation because uh, while you know while I do while while I do still prefer Trump as the leader of the free world, so-called, <laughs> um, I'm not sure it's going to change anything, even if they do, even if they do let him get in, which, which I have my doubts about. I and mean, we can talk about that, yeah, you know, so, so, um, and, and we can talk about Kennedy too. I, I, you know, this, this, this article that we're looking at here, no one is coming to save us was really spawned by a comment that uh, one of my viewers on my BitChute channel left. Um, and, and it relates to uh, just the, the closing segment of our last conversation together, where um, I think I asked you what you thought about Kennedy, and you said you thought he was more viable than Trump, and we both sort of agreed that, you know, he, he had a good message, and he could do a lot of good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and, and this viewer on my channel said, you know, you guys have got to snap out of it. No politician's going to work for you in the current system, you know. It's it's a real shame that you're so gullible in this respect. Um, that that's having said, you know, great episode, well done, guys. But then you know, he said the caveat here is you've got to snap out of it. Then none of these politicians are going to work for you. And I sort of I based I riffed off that to to write this article because I kind of thought about it for a while and and thought you know he's kind of right you know and and for me to kind of sit there on a on a live stream and say yeah you know Kennedy or Trump Trump or Kennedy is a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit ironic because, you know, because I'm your dyed in the wool cynic, you know, I, you know, I spend half my time being blackpilled and the rest of the time saying, you know, the, the answer doesn't lie in strong men or, or princes. It, it lies in, as Jordan Peterson would say, in the integrity of the individual. So, um, <clears throat> so that, that's kind of where, where I got to, uh, with that. Uh, and, uh, you know it, that ties right back into into this week's article. Um, which, right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like this guy, plastic in a bag, threw kind of cold water on both of us because I actually do think that he's right. Like putting, it's, it's almost like we're corralled into this idea that our political uh, savior is is out there and is really going to change anything. And I think you know, I don't know how much Trump really changed when he was in there and he was supposed uh -huh. to be our political savior. Uh huh. Yeah, and <clears throat> the um the thing about this is, you know, like a lot of people. Um, well, uh, one one guy in particular, you know, uh, on my Substack, left a comment um on the on the no one is coming to save us article, and he he, he wasn't too happy about it, you know. And I, I think people when you you know I when I say things like you know the system is irretrievably corrupted, no one is coming to save us. People sort of they hear that. And they think it's it's a black pill, you know. They and um, they they say things like, <clears throat> "So so what's what's the point then? What's the point in fighting?" You know, but but that question, "What's the point then?" sort of is is emblematic to me of of the actual problem we're facing. It, it's like pe people think in this one one dimensional way, like if. If there's no strong man to put our faith in, then what's the point? You know, right? But 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 it's not actually it's not actually a black pill, and and 
And the, the comment I, I received uh, from f on my BitChute channel, uh, you know, that, that we've got to snap out of it no, and uh, <clears throat> no politician is going to work for us. There's a caveat attached to that in the current system, you know. So, so, so the 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 issue is not that there is no way forward. <clears throat> the issue is that there's no way forward in the current system because, as we know, the current system is not a party political system. It's right. a it's a global oligopoly, uh, whatever you want to call it, run by BlackRock, using using the uh, the framework of ESG. You know, as devised by the UN and the the WEF, uh, formalized through the investment criteria that BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street uh, stipulate uh, through their their ESG program to to bring about the the Great Reset, uh, which which are all well documented uh, and publicly viewable in in the UN's agenda 2030 uh, sustainable development goals so so we know all that and we've talked about it ad nauseum but the you know the fact of the matter is that democracy is is over I believe it, it it no longer exists if it ever did exist I think we sort of went through a kind of a golden era you know <clears throat> last century perhaps um, you know, Maybe the last couple of hundred years or so, where, where where democracy was was alive and well to a certain extent, but 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 I think if it ever existed, it's certainly over now. You know, because if you, all you need to do is look at the world leaders, you know, look at the Manchurian candidates who who lead our countries, supposedly lead our countries. You know, right. uh, you, you've got Biden who who. Uh, <clears throat> You know the most the, the most popular president in in U.S. history. Eighty-one completely... million votes. Eighty-one million <clears throat> votes. The that's, most that's, votes. That, oh, that's, that's right. Uh, <clears throat> anyone who believes that uh, that that election was free and fair needs to have some cold water thrown on them. You know, and and part of the point I was making in in the article I wrote this week, which is on my Substack, uh, jjdawson.substack.com. Uh, is is that a lot of our thought leaders and influencers, people like Tim Pool in particular, who who I've been a, a long time listener of, but but a couple of weeks ago he he had Roseanne Barr on, uh, and um, and they were talking about about LeBron's. I think LeBron's son had yeah, had a heart Bronny. attack or something. His name yep. was Bronny. Yeah, he had a heart attack, and and <clears throat> someone it might have been Phil Labonte or one of the other guests, you know was uh you know uh suggesting insofar as they can on tim's show which is heavily self-censored you know that it might might have been the vaccine and 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 tim you know came down really hard on that well you know it's we don't know it's the vaccine it, you know it could be covid it could be covid and you know two years on he's still saying this with all the accumulated evidence we have and that that was really what what sparked my um my article uh, with us or against us, but it, you know, it got me thinking. You know, people like Trump, people like Douglas Murray, who whose books I have read and very much enjoyed. His book, The Strange Death of Europe, is 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 required reading on the immigrant and the on the immigration issue. Yeah. And yet, they refuse to call out the paramount issue, the big elephant in the room that you know that that we can't deny um, the the vaccine genocide. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so. I didn't know that about Tim Pool. I wasn't aware that he was kind of holding that line, but he loves his YouTube channel, so he'll never insult anything or 
or go against the grain of the YouTube yeah. censorship machine. And also, uh, I did a show about him where he interviewed a guy I unfortunately know a little too well or too much about, Damien Eccles, and he just laid down and didn't ask any good questions. I mean, it's astonishing. Like, he got everything wrong. Like, from yeah. The and I wrote a yeah. book about that whole thing 10 years ago. So, underwhelmed and is the way I'd put it, yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing he does. He, he like he he either steamrolls his guests and doesn't let them, you know, talk on their area of expertise, or he kind of just cops out and and doesn't go for the the hard questions. But <clears throat> that, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, that that whole paradigm around controlled opposition, you know, I, I I think it's you know it is a thing, and and to what extent people like like Tim Pool are controlled. I, I would say less controlled and, and probably more more along the lines of loving his YouTube revenue. Yeah. Self-censorship, uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, but you know, people, you know, I, I don't know. But it it's, is interesting. I would add, JJ, that he's seen <clears throat> as kind of somebody within the alternate media too. So he's not exactly your kind of corporate person. He was always involved in what is it... Uh, Occupy Wall Occupy, Street, so this yeah. kind of oppositional, dissident sensibility. But then on certain topics, you know, uh, we can't we can't touch the third rail here, even though the third rail is the most important uh, thing to touch as a journalist because you're really exposing things that people aren't. That's the whole thing is put it into the purview that of what's behind. Oh the yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to do it. And yeah. and he's always saying, you know, I don't, you know, I don't care about the money. You know, I'm not in it for the money. You know. If they, if they take everything from me tomorrow, I'm going to go go down by the river and go fishing. And I, I just think that's BS. Me because, too. Um, because he senses himself for the money. And um, I actually, <clears throat> going off on a tangent here, but it's uh, I listened to, um, I finally listened to the the tell-all that Adam Krigler did. Who, he was the original co-host on, on Timcast IRL. Oh, um, I finally listened to that Um really interesting to find out what went down in that house and and um it's yeah it's on adam krigler's youtube channel it's it came out eight months ago but i only just got around to listening to it and that that shed some light on the whole Tim. what did he say what did he say about it well um basically i mean tim, tim was was having an affair with his producer lydia uh who adam really didn't get along with uh lydia and adam had a had a sort of a clash on the abortion issue um adam adam said some some frank words to her tim kind of came down on lydia's side it, it's a, it's a long story man but um but basically tim tim fired adam because and this is really interesting too like like he he called up joe rogan and asked joe rogan for advice on what to do with adam and and uh, joe didn't actually have the full picture because Tim Tim said Adam had given him an ultimatum. It's like it's Lydia or me, which which mm. isn't what happened. It was just like he uh, either deliberately or or um, or unintentionally misinterpreted it. But um, yeah, it, it it sounded like uh, it was a, it was a sort of a Yoko situation, you know. And and Lydia was uh, very much a um, she was kind of obsessed with Tim and and like. Uh, coming between him and his girlfriend and you know like she had a husband at the time too when when she was oh, sleeping wow. with him it was it's all very it's all very uh it's very, all very salacious you know uh, i would anyone who's interested in that sh in the history of that show I, I would recommend going to watch adam's 
Adam segment on that. It's about eight months ago. But but you know that that whole thing really. <clears throat> I don't know. Tim casts himself off as a very moral person. Uh, and while I still have a lot of time for the work that he does, you know, it just, just things, things like that and his refusal to talk about the vaccine and, and the, you know, the, the kind of the hypocrisy of saying you don't care about the money, but I'm going to censor myself so I can keep getting the money is uh, right. it, it, it makes me wonder. And, you know, the same goes for Donald Trump. It's exactly the same thing. I, I think Trump, he he must know he's about no, he the got, vaccines. Got know. You know, he, he's got to know. But but he thinks someone someone's telling him, you know, listen, Donald, uh, you just can't talk about this. You're going to alienate too much of the electorate, and that, that's for, for the exact same reason that I just highlighted before: is that society isn't ready to talk about it yet. We're too scared. We're too propagandized. We are we're terrified of being um, turned into pariahs. So, um, so, so he's made the tactical, strategic decision not to talk about it. And I, I just, I mean, <clears throat> as I say, I probably still, prefer, you know, I definitely prefer him over Biden. But, um, you know, it's, I, I, don't, I think it's less a case of controlled opposition with Trump because I do, you know, I do think he was, he was an insurgent candidate. Uh, and yeah, and it, it's it's clear by the way he was treated by the establishment that that, that they're terrified of him upending the globalist apple cart. Uh, but yeah. but how much good can someone do who isn't isn't willing to address that that massive issue? I right. I, I, don't, I don't you know we at this point we've got I mean for God's sake we, we've 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 had thirty thousand excess deaths in Australia alone in the last twelve months. It's being talked about now in the Australian Senate. You've got Senator Malcolm Roberts. Um, there was a clip that went viral the other day of, uh, I think it was either him or Senator Rennick uh, grilling the Pfizer uh, representatives in a, in, in a hearing of some sort, uh, which... I saw the one with Rennick. It was Rennick. Yeah. He was asking them <laughs> questions and they were uh, they just wouldn't even answer for five minutes. And then yeah. they found out that the... Pfizer execs got a different set got of batches. <laughs> they got a different wow. batch. Yeah. So that's yeah, so the, more confirmation that that happened. Like there was another guy from France who said certain politicians got different batches. So the Pfizer yeah. people got different batches. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. And I've been reading um, Daily Clout's Pfizer documents analysis. It's slow going. It's pretty dry stuff. But, um, you know, there, there's so much around those batches which which needs to be looked at. They, there was no quality control. You know, so so I mean, it's it's even entirely possible that, that the batch they used to get a, uh, EUA uh, emergency use authorization uh, was. I mean, I I don't think I think it was all poison. But uh, you know, it, it's entirely possible that that first batch maybe was less harmful than the stuff they rolled out later. The, the mass produced stuff that that, that right. they that they fast tracked to, to get out all over the world and make their billions of dollars of taxpayers money. So, you know, a lot of that stuff's coming out. It's being talked about in, in certain corners of the internet in certain very niche mainstream uh, areas, such as, you know, Senate hearings. And, and there's a class action going on here in Australia. Um, you've got, you've got RFK talking about it in the States. I think he's probably the most, prominent the most visible person and and you know to his credit i think he's doing an amazing job in that respect his his appearance on joe rogan while somewhat 
I guess, scripted. If, if you've listened to RFK speak enough times, you know, he, he really does hammer away at the same talking points. But that's fine. You know, he's, he's effectively a politician now. He's got to have a, a kind of a script in his head. But, you know, he's talking about it, and that's, that's great. But, but, you know, I don't think there's any way the Dems let him on the ticket. I, yeah, no that, way. There's no way he's going to get that nomination. If Bernie Sanders wasn't going to get it, then, then there's no way RFK is going to get it. Yeah, he's doing a good job of getting his name out there, but they'll never, they'll never let him in. They'll cheat. They'll just be massive amounts well, of stacks of pallets. Exactly, like exactly. And, and, <clears throat> and you know, getting back to that idea of of, of um, fortification or fraud or whatever you want to call it, you know, we've got we've got Biden, who who is the most obviously uh, uh, astroturf president ever. Uh, let's just look at the Five Eyes countries. You've got Rishi Sunak in the in the UK, who who w- was not elected. Nobody ever cast one vote for him. He was he was he was they they changed out Liz Truss, who was not great either, but at, at least had some slightly better policies that that might have benefited the average um, the average uh, UK resident um, citizen. Uh, but they they just changed they just changed them out. You know the same thing has happened here in New Zealand, which is another one of the Five Eyes countries. Uh, Jacinda Ardern resigned, and we all know how awful she was. And um, and now we've got this guy Chris Hipkins, an absolute nobody, who just announced the other day that uh, he signed New Zealand up to a a two billion renewable sustainable infrastructure fund with BlackRock. once again once again we see the globalist program uh being pioneered down under and and this is what they do all the time new zealand was the test case for the um you know if pos card the you know the right yep the 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 bank card so um that was she was one of the most uh shrill and uh harsh of all of the the world leaders during COVID, like she was like, you're going to get it. When she wasn't doing blow, she's a total blow. <laughs> like have, so have you oh, seen that video of her? Absolutely. Like <laughs> I've had the misfortune of being around people like 30 years ago who did yeah. coke, and she did almost all of the 10 gestures all at the same time. Smile, that video, yeah, touch that, the that, nose, yeah. the eyes get wide. The little... The sniff, yeah, the, little sniff, yeah, and, you know, checking to see if anything's there. Like they all that they all do the same <laughs> gestures, man. It's a total giveaway. Uh, same with Zelensky. Uh, I mean, these guys are all coked up. That people, it's incredible. But yeah, that, she's well, and then she came to the states, and now she's at the Harvard Kennedy School or something like that, working with global fellow leaders. So she's in the. She's in the game of this whole WEF stuff. Oh, she, she's she's deep in the game, and we're going to see her in a very prominent position at the UN or or one of these other supranational organizations very soon. And, and she's a new world order witch, and she's she's all on board with climate change too. So they've got absolutely. She she is one of the the vanguard of the new world order. They they've they've been nurturing her for for quite some time. She was the leader of the Global Youth Socialist League. Um, <clears throat> there's a great video of her out there somewhere before she became Prime Minister of New Zealand in which she says the word comrades about 50 wow. times, I think, 50 times oh. in about 14 minutes. <laughs> it's, it's really it's really Soviet stuff. It's quite wow. quite incredible. It's wild. But, yeah, I mean, you know, she um, – anyway, she steps aside to, to move on because she had become non-viable 
simply because of the the absolute failure of her government to achieve anything of note in New Zealand and, and the disastrous state of the economy and and the the way in which um you know their lockdowns and and COVID restrictions were were incredibly harsh um, on par with Australia and Canada but 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 you see again all these five eyes countries um Australia UK uh, New Zealand Canada and US this this is where we see this this new world order thing this great reset being being so uh fanatically piloted because that they it's it is the west they need to destroy and, and as i've often said it it's the it's the it's the western middle class who needs to go because without the middle class the working class has has no aspiration it has no hope there's nothing to aim for there's no mo- mo- uh, upward mobility so you, you know you, you destroy the middle class you you keep a, a thin stratum of of managerial elites you know to administer everything and everyone else just becomes becomes a, yeah, a serf. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah that that's exactly where they want to take it so and that 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 necessitates destroying the western middle class so that's why that's why we see it being rolled out in Europe and the five eyes countries and that's why all these places have manchurian candidates leading them Trudeau only got 33% of the vote in the last Canadian election. It's a similar number to what what got Ardern into office. But, you know, because they've got these uh, proportional representation electoral systems, what they do is they team up with some other minority candidate and form a coalition. You know, uh, Trudeau's conservative... Uh, opponent got, I think it was thirty nine percent. You know, he he got got a got a lot more of the vote than Trudeau did, but Trudeau gets still gets sort of slotted in there. You know, mm-hmm. um, Anthony Albanese, who's the Australian Prime Minister, uh, I don't I don't know the extent to which our last election was fortified. It may not have been. Australians are still largely asleep. So, um, but what what's what's significant about him? Is that he was an absolute shoo-in after Scott Morrison betrayed Australians so so uh, terribly during COVID, uh, and the, the same is going to happen in the next UK election, uh, because Sunak's just betrayed uh, English people, British people so so completely that that Keir Starmer, who's the, the leader of the uh, UK Labour Party, is he's just a shoo-in for the next election. And and you just see this this revolving door, red to blue, blue to red. You know, if if they're not if they're not fortifying them in there, if they're not fraudulent fraudulently inserting them, or if they're not just simply uh, shuffling the elected prime minister off, you know, <clears throat> exit stage right, and then slotting in their predetermined globalist puppet, <clears throat> then they're simply doing such a bad job that the that the party in waiting. Is is sure to get in, and and uh, you know they've already signed up to the globalist agenda because because it's right. a uniparty system. So, you know, to say nothing of the EU, which is run by an unelected Politburo, you know, the European Commission, they're just bureaucrats who nobody ever voted for. Exactly. The whole the whole thing. Is, this is why I say democracy is dead. You know, and, and and anyone who still believes that we can fix the issue by by voting for one of these established players, as you say, needs to have uh, some cold water thrown on them. <clears throat> um, so, I mean, what is the answer? Um, 
Right. Uh, I um, you know, I'm I'm going to get a little bit spiritual here. So um, you know, uh, anyone who uh, who 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 isn't that way inclined, um, you know, bear with us because um, you, you don't need to believe in in God. I think to to take a spiritual view on this, but but to quote Psalm one four six, put not your trust in princes nor any child of man, and by any child of man they mean any human, any mortal, uh, for there is no help in them. And, we, you know, uh, I, I think that really is uh, quite profound because what, what we have seen through the COVID paradigm is exactly what happens when you do put your trust yeah. in mortals, when you put your trust in men and 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 uh, outsource your personal agency to the experts because because right. you know you you could uh, you could change out the text of that um, of that piece of scripture with uh, put not your trust in experts <laughs> right or science or whatever <laughs> yeah or exactly human idea of science it's Psalm yeah. one forty six that you're referencing yeah well Psalm one forty six <clears throat> yeah and um and you know that that speaks directly to this to this this crucial concept that that that's become so prevalent in the last few years of you know trust the experts trust the science and and the fact that that our, our technocratic uh, elite the the globalist technocratic elite have have erected a new deity in the place of 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 the 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 faith based um, spirituality um, that most most of us in the West, you know, would, would understand through Christian teachings. In the place of that, they've they've erected a new deity, and that is the science, capital T, capital S, the science. That's right. the new God. And and as we know, the science is just whatever they say it is. And and they've spent the last, well, probably since World War II, really. Yeah. Um the last 70 or 80 years, especially the last 40 years, I think, just absolutely bamboozling the populace with with this concept of science you know oh. and it's it's forever changing you know yeah. uh, all we need to do is look at the just the, the enormous crimes of the sugar industry uh for instance uh, you know right. the, the pesticide thing with, with glyphosate oh. the gm oh. the gmo issue you know in, to it's pick everywhere. any issue you want it goes it goes back what to what Fauci's been doing for decades <clears throat> Fauci's been in uh, the head of poisoning people for decades and <laughs> exactly. he's, he's just a, he's just a great snake oil salesman when you really talk to that guy and you have like I have had to like studied him he is lying all the time he yeah. is such a he's a propagandist he's never really been in a hospital treating anybody no I he's a bureaucrat know that. he's a bureaucrat and he knows a lot about bioweapons he's yeah. bioweapons expert <laughs> they never talk about that you want a bioweapon weapons expert at the niaid <laughs> like what yeah so yeah. i mean it's off the charts the stuff he pulled off i mean for years i think that yeah they've been poisoning people for decades absolutely yeah. And, life, yeah the the deeper down that rabbit hole you go that the more uncomfortable it gets you know and and it gets oh, terrible. Man. JJ, I, I, I've seen I've seen them okay. Uh I've there's videos of these guys okaying shots on the vaccine schedule, literally saying, Do we have the test? No. What we'll do is we'll put it out and study it among the population. They've yeah. literally said that, like distilled that, like in this whole scientistical scientism 
phraseology, yeah. but they're literally are saying that. And like, I think that this new, this most recent gene therapy shot tested on six mice. Yeah. It's an emergency. We got to get it out. That came yeah. out of Fauci's mouth. Yeah. That's the science. He has to be arrested. He's been referred for criminal prosecution by, uh, by Rand Paul. I don't know if you heard that, but, uh, criminal prosecution he went to our own doj who he's not doesn't trust so he had to go to a local u.s attorney so we'll see what happens probably nothing probably nothing but yeah. i mean look you know to give rand uh credit you know he's one of the good ones uh yes there's no there's a few of them you know matt gates i like uh you know kennedy i like i like rand i like um oh, there's not many of them but Kennedy's you know, done like the journeyman's uh, labor. I mean, he's done incredible work. Him and his, his record, attorney Aaron Siri, his record is superb. Yeah, yeah, it it speaks for itself. And and yeah. and, and look, I I think you know, like his father and his uncle, I think, I think they could, he could, he could potentially do something. There's a big but in this, but just very quickly, you know, I, I caught your uh, discussion. With, I forget the name of your guest, but you were talking about RFK and the fact that he's sort of um, he's, he's he's flipped his position on who killed his dad or something. Um, this is a few Was months it Don ago. Jeffrey, John Jeffries. It, it could have been. Don yeah. Jeffries, I don't know. But but, but it, he was just he he um he was coming from the position that you know he's got some questions for RFK that that. That, that he won't engage with them on. And so some, some inconsistencies, um, you know, and that sort of made my ears prick up a bit. And, and that, that actually was the first thing that got me thinking, because I'd always seen uh, Kennedy as this, you know, there's this such legend around the Kennedy family, you know, and, and yeah. for, for all his uncle's uh, faults, you know, he really, I think he was the last president who challenged the establishment um, before Trump, you know, yeah, and yeah. and we and we we saw what happened with him. The CIA smoked his ass. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no question. No question. yeah. Uh, although um, you know, you the this is this is what your guest was saying. He was he was he said he thought it was the mafia. And, oh right, and, that's uh, Mark yeah. Shaw. Mark Shaw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I'm not I'm I'm not sure um, whether I mean I don't know. I, who knows? But I'm but, the guy I, who thinks that everybody did it. I think yeah, OBJ, yeah. the mafia and the CIA yeah. did it. Everyone, yeah, and the military-industrial yeah. complex. I think yeah, was, they were all in revolt against him. Exactly. So to, yeah. For me to like just say the CIA, I would say they probably had a controlling hand. But I think that who was the beneficiary? LBJ. He hated yeah. the Kennedy. Yeah. He was I think him. LBJ was deep so, in it. And, and like, yeah, you know, Cur Curtis LeMay was, yeah. you know, you hear the story about him at the, <laughs> at the autopsy the smoking autopsy, his cigar, yeah. Yeah. you know, he's smoking his cigar and the doctors say, can you please put that cigar out? And he basically just told him to F off. Yeah. It's, it's all just so, uh, it's all so. It's sinister. an incredibly dramatic moment in American world history too, because so much changed. What so much was happening before that, and so much happened after it. Yeah, and 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 I, you know, I, I think Robert Kennedy wants to, you know, he wants to follow on and be, you know, be that third sort of Kennedy presidential candidate. Um, and I think he could do good. As I said, there's a but. Uh, the first but is that they're not going to let him run. The the, the second is <clears throat> that um, you know. We we've got to we've got to have faith in ourselves. You know, it's not enough to have a guy like Kennedy for 
you know, for all their good intentions and for all the strength and, and, and the cachet of their name and, 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 and the, uh, the pedigree of their, their history, you know, uh, and, and what he's done over his career, which he's done some great stuff, you know, the, the, the du, DuPont thing, um, just, you know, he, he has been socking it to the man his whole life. Yeah. And I love that. But, um, you know, far too many people are still waiting for a strong man or a noble man to come along and save them. And I, I just, you know, I think what we what we've lost in the last in the last few decades is is that sense of personal responsibility, um, and <clears throat> and faith. You know, and and again, you don't you don't you don't necessarily need to to think of having faith as having faith in God. Although, I mean, I see it as kind of interchangeable. If you have faith in yourself, I think that's largely indistinguishable from having faith in God. Because what's the alternative? The alternative, as we've discussed, is having faith in others, in other mortals. In other words, putting your trust in the experts. And I think I think that's really how it's become delineated. You've got people who who don't want to take any responsibility for the way in which their life unfolds, because it's too much work. And, and there really only is one thing to do when you adopt that, that disposition on being, to borrow from James Lindsay, who uh, would like to quickly talk about his recent uh, uh, podcast as well. But um, the, the only alternative when you, when you would adopt that disposition is to put your trust in others. And, and that, that always naturally defaults to an authority figure, right? So, um, and, and that equates to hoping and expecting to be saved by someone. So I, I think it's pretty black and white, you know, to, to, to reject that is to have faith. You can call it faith in God, or you can simply call it faith in your own ability to, to do the things that are necessary to protect yourself against, against the ills of the world. So, I mean, it, it's, it's faith one way or the other. So, I mean, <clears throat> I think that's that's what we we've got to get back to, you know. Uh, and as I said in um, in the uh, the uh, no one is coming to save us essay, uh, the, the great fallacy of collective thinking is that in in each individual's abdication of his personal responsibility for his own life to the group, and for the group, you know, we can, we can we can read the party or the strongman. You know, he he imagines that he's found strength in numbers in the person of, of the, the leader of that group. But a group consisting of millions of abdicated responsibilities is nothing more than a mountain of empty shells. You know, so, so every movement does need a, a figurehead for sure. And that could be a guy like Trump, although I've got my reservations. It could be a guy like Kennedy, although they're never going to let him run. But, but at the end of the day, even in the perfect world where we say Kennedy did win the presidency or, or Trump does get back in, which I don't think they're going to allow, they you still, you know, they can't. You, you, yeah. you still got to have a community of made up, comprised of strong individuals who have faith of, of the kind that I just talked about, you know, and we've begun to see the resurgence of those types of communities and, and, and individual responsibility through, through the populism that that's, sprung up around the world with the revelations of the past 15 years, really, since the global financial crisis, but especially in the last three years with the revelations of, of the COVID debacle. 
Um, and so that, that's, that's been driving this population, but, but this, sorry, this populism, especially in the US though, especially in the US, and that manifested in Trump. Um, but, you know, look how the establishment, look what the establishment did to Trump and, his, and all his followers, you know. Uh, right. it's, it's, quite, it's quite obvious that, that, that even when, you know, the, a populist movement does find the strength and the faith to, to you know, to, to reject the concept of, of the experts and, and, and the idea that someone's going to save us and, and to take responsibility for their own lives. You know, the establishment comes down on them like a, like a ton of bricks, you know. Right. Look, 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 at the Jan- look at the way the January 6ers were treated. We, we all know this. We all, you know, look, look at the way they, you know, I, I heard recently that apparently going to the gym is now considered um, far-right extremism. You know, because right, they've so. got to tar everything related yes. to, to self-improvement and strength as an extreme ideology because they don't want that. They need yeah. weak, scared they want, people. Yeah. yeah. They're because they're afraid. They're actually they know that there's a legitimacy problem. So there's a I mean, they I'm sure they can sense the rumblings on social media uh, oh, around yeah. the U.S. Yeah, so they know. Yeah. I mean, and there's that, a kind yeah. of an infamous moment where uh, Biden's walking out of the, one of these meetings and he blumbers, yeah, what can they do? We've got, uh, you know, we've got... We, we've got nukes. <laughs> yeah, we've got fighter jets or whatever. Yeah. They got no uh, chance. Yeah. What that indicates is that they were talking about it. Yeah. That they were talking, so that's in his mind, his addled, ancient, you know, or, uh, <laughs> Alzheimer's brain, but yeah. that he blurts stuff out. He really does. Like, it's unbelievable to kind of say, oh, yeah, we had to give them these uh, munitions because we're out of ammunition. And, oh, yeah, we had the greatest, you know, vote fraud system in history. Oh, <laughs> that, was a, that was a doozy. Yeah, yeah it was another, another butte. But, uh, yeah, you're right. The system really doesn't want resistance in any way, shape, or form. And your article kind of goes in on how to counteract that, right? You kind of lay out some enumerated Well, systems. yeah, I mean, it's 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 – it's it's hardly original um it's hardly an original uh, thesis on my part but you know uh we need to we need to become physically strong we need to become mentally strong uh we need to eat less processed foods and 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 you know that that as i said just before that rabbit hole goes deep and it, it's really quite terrifying i was listening to james dellingpole's podcast yesterday and he had um this this woman on uh, I forget her name, Doctor Natasha something, but she was talking about you know the whole, the whole gut bacteria, the whole biome thing, and just just the way that that that, that big food is is poisoning us and destroying our, you know our um. It, it's it's just I mean it goes deep. So you know Natasha like we, Campbell we, McBride and Natasha. Yeah, Campbell. yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, and and you know it's I've only just started the stuff in the last two years, you know, and and. You know, I'm 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 a fair way into my adult life, you know, and I just think, you know, educating our kids on this stuff, educating ourselves, it, it it's about health. It's about health and strength. I've written before about this. I think um, the three things, the three traits we need to fight the Great Reset was was a uh, article I did some months ago. Uh, that that gets into this as well, you know. But but I mean, it's it's not rocket science. It's um, <clears throat> we've got to strengthen ourselves and again uh that speaks directly to the concept of saving ourselves and i think the the reason the the um the idea of faith is so so important 
in in this is is that it's it's it, uh, this this okay this is where we get back to 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 James Lindsay his um the podcast he did yesterday uh, it was fascinating it was on uh, dispos- dispositions on being and he sort of he, he identified four and so so there's the there's the prison there's the tragedy the comedy and the miracle so you know it's the four different ways you can, you can look at life and and you know the first two the prison and the tragedy he kind of <clears throat> He, he spoke about in the context of, of Gnosticism right. and um, Hermeticism, you know, so it's, it's, you know, it's, we, we're stuck in this prison that, that is my disposition on being, I'm in a prison and I need to, I, I need to, to break out of it, you know, transcend the walls of the prison, uh, you know, and, and the tragedy is similar. It's, it's like, everything is so screwed up, you know, uh, we've got to change it. We've got to create something better. Um, and you know the the comedy the comedy disposition is is kind of accepting, you know I guess it, it, accepting your um your suffering and and finding a way to to make light of it and and of course the 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 miraculous disposition is sort of you know looking to the sky and saying wow it is it is so amazing to be alive and so amazing to be here and I think that is where faith comes in you know as opposed to saying this is so terrible, uh it it it. it uh, I can't, you know, there has to be another way, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a higher, there's a different way. And, and what, what we're seeing is, is not reality, you know, and, and we need to create the new reality, which is essentially Gnosticism. Um, the, the miraculous disposition. So it, 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 it pivot, it, it, it kind of riffs off the, uh, the comedic disposition and say, yeah, you know, stuff's messed up but we can make light of it and and moreover you know how great is it to be alive and i think that's where faith comes in because because you sort of accept that you don't have all the answers and and you you accept that no one's coming to save you and you just say but hey you know i'm here i'm alive i've got breath in my lungs you know i'm upright you know i i've got i've got friends i've got family you know look at all the good stuff and that in itself keeps you going you know and i think it's it's the essence of faith you know it's like well i i don't know what's going to happen but but there's enough worth fighting for you know and, I, and i've got faith that if i if i build solid foundations then things on balance will work out okay you can call that god or you can just call it the integrity of the individual like jordan peterson does you know but 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 that is the answer and yes we do need the strong men and the noble men and, and the great leaders but but you know <clears throat> one nobody's perfect so you'd be mad to put your, your your trust in a guy like Donald Trump, who who's never said a word about the vaccines. And two, any leader, no matter how good their message is, can only do so much. So we need that strong, you know, purposeful, faithful uh, community of, of individuals who have that miraculous disposition on life. And it really, I think, it just comes down to, to the way you look at things. And a, and a point Lindsay made on his podcast yesterday was that the reactionary right. Um, you know, are essentially adopting the same kind of disposition as as the the woke. You know, it's it's a it's a prison it's a prison mentality or a tragedy mentality. And and he's he made the point, you know, that 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 they're they're scared and they're desperate and that they're, they're desperate to seize control back. And they're kind of making a last grasp uh, for power. And I sort of I see that manifested in some ways in, in the cult of personality around Donald Trump. It's like, well, you know, if we can just get power, if, if Trump can just get power, then he's going to save us. It's, it's not, it's not a, 
it's not a miraculous disposition on life. It's very much a kind of a, a, a tragic disposition, you know. And I thought I thought that was really, um, I thought that was really quite profound. And it, 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 I remember when I was listening to it, I thought this 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 is relevant to what we're going to be talking about, uh, to what I'm going to be talking about with William tomorrow. So you know. Yeah. Uh, what, one, so, one, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, just one man is not the answer, and 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 it never will be. Um, and the you know the, the the agenda will advance until enough individuals wake up, strengthen themselves, and ad- adopt that kind of that faithful, miraculous disposition uh, on on being. Um, you know, and and understand exactly what it is we're involved in here which is a, a spiritual battle it's a battle between good and evil and and it really is that simple and i think people obfuscate that just to seven ways from sunday and 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 that's part of the, the propaganda machine it's designed to to ob, obfuscate the obvious which is this is simple it's simple it's good and evil you know and 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 you've done some great episodes you know on on you know the the the, the uh the satanic um kind of mind control that, that, that is being uh, propagated by, by so many cult- cultural institutions. I thought the Taylor Swift one was fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it was all over the place. There's tons, like so much. <clears throat> They're reaching millions and millions of people. It's really yeah. the charts. Like it's incredible through the culture. Like it's yeah. not even, uh, it doesn't even seem to be like touched on even in the alternative media, but like, like no. some of this stuff no. from uh, Ed Sheeran, like, Half a yeah. billion people watched it. They're being, you know, indoctrinated or alchemicalized, no, hypnotized. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, it's it is simple though. It's, it's good and evil, and I just I don't I don't I don't see any other way of looking at it. I it it has become that simple for me, and I, I think until enough people start thinking along those lines, we're probably not going to have the critical mass we need to seriously change anything. But but you know. I've often said it's going to be a long fight, but, but, but it, it starts, it starts with each one of us, you know, and like, you know, you don't have to get it all right at once. Um, it's, it's just about changing little things each day, you know, like five years ago, I was, um, I had a really bad drinking problem. Um, I was drunk or hung over most of the time. I, I've written about this on my, on my Substack. Um, you know, I had a terrible relationship with my family. I was overweight. Um, you know, I, I, I was getting sick all the time. Um, you know, it, it 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 takes a few relatively minor changes to you know to to address that. But you know, it, it starts with with doing an honest audit of yourself, and 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 you need to stop blaming your issues on, on everyone else, which was which was a a big thing I used to do. You know, uh, and and the reason I've just slipped into personal anecdote here is is because it's, it's just something that I can that I can demonstrate and speak about from from firsthand experience. You know, um, once once you once you accept that that you know you you have the ultimate responsibility and that you can't outsource your agency to to the group or the strong man or the noble right. man. Once once you understand that, sort of everything start, else starts falling into place, and and that's sort of where my journey of faith began. Because once once you realise that it's it's about you and you're in control, um, the rest the rest just follows, you know. And and you know, I I I addressed the drinking, you know. I um I started getting fit, I started eating better, you know. Lost a lot of weight, um, 
You became you instead of relying upon the strong man, you became the strong man. So exactly. we can all become the strong man. That's exactly exactly this and, frail, and this inducing frail. I mean, the people who drink or upset, a lot of these people that the drugs that they have to take is because the system is such a joke that they have to numb themselves. So exactly. It's not so getting strong is and getting away from the system. It's a it's a psychological and anti-spiritual system. And I also would add that those dispositions you're talking about, the miraculous, the comedic, the uh, tragic, and, and the what's prison. the other one? Yeah. The prison. prison. There yeah. are there are vast gulfs between those. So the oh, people yeah. with the miraculous look outlook do not have the look of the tragic or the prison. They are no. very, very different people. And their actions are very, very different. Like if you look at this, I mean, we go back, I talked about Aaron Siri. He did this, this deposition of some guy who was an atheist. That guy was in power. He could not care less that the um, the vaccines were poisoning people. He was incredible. He was just a full atheist. So I think that atheistic outlook is the prison. Yeah. That we were born and there's no meaning and there's no yep. nothing miraculous. And yep. it's all sensory stuff. And, and you see you, you see it. You see it when yep. you talk to talk to your friends who have that outlook. Once once you know what to look for, it becomes very obvious and in, in, in just in the offhand things people say to you even, you know, and um, uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. the other thing. It's like, it's interesting that Lindsay brings up Gnosticism. Like I've had talks about Gnostic and that Gnostic view of the Demiurge and that you're supposed to make that change yourself. You're supposed to change, not be miraculous and accept the system, but also put man's imprint onto reality is yeah. almost kind of a Luciferian kind of world where I'm going to make this world my, my ideal place not what god made for me but what i'm gonna do and so therefore get rid of genders you know and some kind of new system this constitution bill of rights don't work you know all this i think a lot of that is based upon this kind of gnostic prison disposition yeah 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 and he's been talking a lot about it recently you've touched on it in in your discussions and i, I i'm really finding it quite fascinating because as a as a, um, a philosophical and historical uh, understanding of, of, of what we're now witnessing, it, I've, I've found it very useful. And, um, you know, I think, you know, <clears throat> like I said, none of us are going to, none of us really have it, have it perfectly sorted out. And, you know, if they came and took everything away from me tomorrow night, I, you know, I, I'm still reliant on my corporate income. I, I, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't have a plot of land somewhere where I can grow my own food, but I tell you what, I, I know I can run 20 kilometers in one clip. You know, I, I know I'm, I know I'm strong enough to, uh, to, uh, to fight off a couple of people if I had to, I know, you know, I, uh, I know I've got the spiritual fortitude to, to take a couple of hits and keep on going. I know I've got that much, you know, be, Whereas five years ago, um, if, if things had really been ripped out from under me, I probably would have crumpled. And I know that I would have looked to an authority figure to save me, you know. And, and, and going back to what you said about the gulf between those various dispositions, it is so stark. And, and, and all I need to do is, is, is look at where I was five years ago and how I would have reacted to say, um, well, having the rug pulled out from under me uh, compared to how I would react now, how I know I would react. You're, you're right. There is an absolute gulf of difference. Yeah. yeah. And, and it simply comes from just, you know, 
you d- you don't have to have it all sorted and all figured out. You, you the the key really is is to adopt uh, one of those. Well, to adopt that miraculous disposition, I think you know. And 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 again, I think that comes down to faith and faith. And, yeah, I mean, I would say like from a Christian perspective, they are all in the miraculous disposition. They accept the things, they accept death, they accept. Uh, you know, you have to go through trials, but they accept that there's miraculous. God is a God of miracles. If you read the New Testament, it's all from the beginning to the end. It's that miraculous kind of view that people are hoping for. I mean, miraculous healing, miraculous change, miraculous yeah. involvement. Uh, God, God is a God of miracles, you know. So Exactly. And 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 I was just thinking this morning, you know, look, look we're, we're both sitting here. Like, well, what are the chances of that? Really, what are the chances of that in, in, the, in the whole scheme of history? That in itself is a miracle, you know. It and, really is, um, kind of, yeah. Yeah, and, and it, it's, just, it's just an adjustment in the way you think about things. And, and you know, it, you know people, people don't have to, have to <clears throat> get down with the whole concept of God straight away. But, but what I've found is as soon as you start thinking about life and the world in terms of the miraculous disposition as opposed to being stuck in a prison or looking at your life as a tragedy, you inevitably end up at God. So, it, it, uh, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in that journey, but I think it's, it's likely you, you're going to run, run into, uh, into, into God at some point. Yeah. I think that's a great way to end it. Uh, JJ. I mean, is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap it up? We're almost at the hour mark. Yeah, no, just thanks for having me again, uh, William, and I've really enjoyed this talk. Uh, if anyone does fancy checking out my Substack, um, jump over to uh, jjdawson.substack.com. Uh, would love you to su- subscribe and follow along. It's it's free and will remain so for the for the time being. Um, there'll always be free content up there, regardless of which um, which model I end up going for. Um, but yeah, that that's you know that's. That's where I am, and um, I, I'm and posting people one. People can reach you. They can reach you through Substack if they have any questions or anything. Well, they can, but uh, also on Twitter or X, as it's now called, and that's just uh, at Real JJ Dawson. Real R E yeah R E A L JJ Dawson. Yeah, correct. So Twitter and Substack. I mean, I'm also on Rumble and YouTube and BitChute and stuff, uh, where I sort of I, I turn my some of my essays into into um, into videos. But um, yeah, please do follow along, and um, yeah, hope to hope to hear from some of you soon. Yeah, yeah, it's great to have you back. A great discussion, and you kind of referenced this article you wrote. No one is coming to save us. Embracing personal responsibility and Escaping the Illusion of Political Salvation with J.J. Dawson. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, William. Pleasure. All right, stay there. Stay there.